Hello, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. I'm John, and I'm running Heroes of Pacific City once again. Uh, with me tonight in quarantine are... <laughs> uh, I'm Chris, and I'm going to be playing the role of Carsonon. Uh, I'm Harry, I'm going to be playing the role of Sation. Uh, I'm Jonathan, I'm going to be playing the role of uh, the Telekinetic. I'm Joe. And uh, I will be playing Brandon Hart, a.k.a. Mr. Medium. All right, so where we left off last time, Carsonon uh, had defeated his uh, his nemesis. One of his nemeses. That guy. <laughs> and uh, he also dumped a lot of valuable information on us. Yeah, so um, I'll say it is to, to go back to old tradition the next day uh, after you have dealt with uh, Hint. Uh, handing over the hunter to the local police. Uh, what is the game plan? Yeah, because Darian left uh, because she wanted to go and see if she could track down um, the harpy. Yeah, that also happened. Yeah, so we're down a member. You have a little bit of intel on what might be happening with this whole uh, super competition. What are you guys going to do now? Uh, well, um... So- for um, sorry, Chris. Just uh, to recap a bit more information. So the things that were left in the uh, the audition, so to speak, were an electronics heist, and then what was the last one? Um, some sort of uh, I forget how I phrased it before, but uh, it's some sort of destructive competition. Something about uh, the ability to deal damage to a wide area. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like, like that. that bit. I feel like that's going to be safe for last, so it's the electronics heist we need to worry about next. So, okay. Um, when when we say an electronics heist, do we mean a heist of electronic devices or an an internet heist, like cybercrime? Hmm. Well, Mr. Medium doesn't know much about cybercrime, so he's going to start looking up um, the big events that are happening in the near future. That might be uh, something that would be destroyed. Like, are any precious, large, precious artifacts being brought into the city and/or displayed in the city? Trade shows. Yes. So, well, Mister Medium's doing that. Um, so, what Gene's thinking, and he kind of explains this to the group through the uh, the text messaging in Epimetheus' phone, is it, it's um, it seems like it probably would be a good idea to. Because we're obviously going to be on the back foot for the first, the the auditions, as he refers to them. Because obviously, like, we're not going to know when those things are going to happen until they happen. But we have enough time, and we probably can get a bit of information about the Mad Chemist, where we can figure out, like, okay, what would be a thing that he's trying to do that he would get all these villains together? Because Gene's under the assumption that whatever it is he's doing might be something that, like, he couldn't do himself and is sort of like him wanting to take a second crack at it, but he's not entirely sure. In uh, in the way that Gene explains it, it's like, well, we can keep reacting to his initial punches, but we've got to get proactive. Otherwise, when he throws that last haymaker, it's going to catch us off guard. Rather, we should block the first two, and then once he tries to go for the haymaker, step in and intercept it. I appreciate the analogy! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, John, is there anything going on? Um, okay. Right, so, um, somebody needs to give me some overcome. Oh yes, that was me. Uh, okay. 
let's roll with awareness and banter. So yeah, Mr. Medium's gonna walk around asking people questions. Oh my god, I do the pants. <laughs> because yeah, because banter is a skill only Mr. Medium has, so I have to do it in in outfit. So I just walk around like, hey, is there anything big going on? There's a man in this town by a lot of computers. <laughs> Tell me about the nets, the hacking. Um, middle number is a four. That is a success. The minor twist. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. So, um, what is your what are your minor twists, Joey? Uh, you, you mean from my from uh, your principles? My principles. They should be on the... Oh, yeah, on, like, your character sheet. They're, uh... Yeah. Should be on the actual, like, front of the first page. I don't have... Okay, so I'm not using... I wasn't using a principle there. Should I have been using a principle? Uh, do you have a principle that can apply? Uh, uh principle of the mask, principle of the team, not really. No, but I... Your your principles will tell me... They they should also have, have minor twists or yeah. minor and major twists associated with going. Uh, Principle of the Mask, what clue about your real identity did you leave behind? And Principle of the Team is, what embarrassment did you just cause as a representative of your team? Ah, that's the one. Yeah, okay. So Pretty solid choices. So, Joey, what what, what uh, embarrassment did you just cause as the rest of the team? Oh, no. Uh, that I, well, I, while I was doing this, I was saying that I'm with Torch. So essentially, it's just say like, Torch is walking around accosting people, asking them inform- for information. It's just embarrassing, because, like, maybe, I don't know, some teens are, like, recording it on their cell phones or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you, so, so I've heard our, I, per- I've slightly damaged our personal brand. My brand. Our brand, in this case. Good God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so, um... What you find out is that the, um, uh, as far as big events coming up in the uh, near future, you do know that uh, uh, next week is the like it's not quite a like a city holiday, but it's like the anniversary of the forming of the seaside sentries. Oh wow! The ideal time for a large crime. Yeah, so symbolic. Are they, are they erecting a statue or anything? Uh, they aren't erecting any sort of statue. Nothing, nothing about it seems destroyable. But you do know that um, that uh, the, the Mad Chemist uh, is basically he considers himself the the, the Sentry's like main antagonist, like major rival. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming there's also probably like some big. Like I don't want to say festival, but like event where it's like you know you can come out like a like a miniature fair, all those sort of thing, right? Be food trucks and games and yeah, meet uh like meet some of the team that is available on that particular day. Yeah, who is coming from the Seaside Sentries? Um, you actually haven't heard anything. In fact, the the Seaside Sentries have been oddly absent for for the last uh few for the last little while. The um um. It almost um, seems like they, they've been occupied since uh, the triple bank robbery happened. Oh, that makes sense. Can we contact them? I mean, you don't have... Torch is not officially affiliated with them. Remember that uh, Torch is an unregistered team. 
technically not right. illegal, but not really, uh... Not, the government's uh, yeah. not gonna give us any help. Yeah. At best, we could call, like, you know, their tip line or whatever, or, like, the non-emergency line and hope that it gets passed up the chain, but... Yeah, we're essentially a local band being trying to phone the Rolling Stones and say, hey, can we be your opening act? Yeah, remember that the, the sentries are the, like, like the national team for uh, Cascadia. Alright. Um, but how many lizard people have they saved, really, is the question. Because I doubt it's as many as we have. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So yeah, we're big in lizard people. <laughs> the lizard, we've got the lizard people demographic locked in. Alright. Yeah. Um... So, what Gene is going to do during this time, uh, since he's kind of working on the theory, is he's going to ask uh, Carsonon for help in trying to figure this out. Because Carsonon, it seems that, like, I've seen from the bank robbery, you've got a much better ear to the ground about, like, local supervillains than Gene does. I, so I mean, I guess I could. If, yeah, so basically, I'm, I'm just asking for help on the roll to try and figure out, like, okay... What would the mad, what could the mad chemist possibly be trying to get like all of this stuff? Uh, that's a good question. Um, okay, uh, can I roll an overcome to maybe piece a couple things together and get some clues? Yeah. Wait. So, what do you have? Uh, what do you have in terms of dice for that? So, I'm just trying to figure out which one of us should do the aiding and which one of us should do the uh, the actual roll. So I can use principle of the detective to, um, you know, piece some stuff together, tell when an important piece of information is being left out, things like that. Okay. Uh, so how about this? Uh, Gene, well, Gene in his civilian identity, um, will, like, go to the library and start, like, piecing together, you know, like, old newspapers and stuff from, like, the archives there. And he'll use T.I. to help him with that. And then he'll basically just send all the information off to you to see if you can, like, figure something out. Okay, and I'm going to use uh, our database back at the base and also ask for Nat's assistant in piecing a few things together, like news reports, activities that the mad chemist has done in the past to sort of, like, get some ideas as to, you know, the ways in which he works specifically and if he has any sort of patterns or signatures or anything like that. Uh, oh. like, like, if he only commits crimes by throwing, like, like chemicals on things, it's like... yeah. You wouldn't go to a place where you couldn't throw chemicals on people. Yeah. Oh, speaking <laughs> of uh, things, we forgot to assign our hero point bonuses. Oh, so yeah. So we should probably do that now. I'm going to say one plus yeah. three. Yep, same. Same. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. All right, so I'm going to roll a... What do they call this again? A help check? Boost. Boost. I'm a boost. Okay. Uh, so uh, basically, Gene is going to have... Um, Ki help him do this by effectively having a second set of eyes do some of the reading, and then basically just like use Yokodama to like knowledge dump the brain into like no knowledge dump the information directly into Gene's brain. Okay. So that would be aware. So that would be awareness for the senses. Um, John, can I use my criminal underworld info for this? Uh, yeah, yeah, that would work. And. All right, uh, so middle die is a five. Okay, so that's going to be a plus... Um, that's a plus two? Yes. Cool. All right, and in that case, um, 
yeah, I'm going to roll my qualities as well to apply to Principle of the Detective. I'm going to see how this works out. We all gain a hero point from that. Okay, my mid-die is actually a six on that. And uh, I... You use your max die, Chris. If you're using oh. Your okay, my max die is also a six. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, six plus Harry's boost of two, that is a plus eight total. Alright, um, so what you find after looking everything up is that the last time the Mad Chemist made an outing, he got, like, stomped real hard by the, uh, by the sentries. They came out in force, they, uh, like, confronted him at, at once, they just, they basically, uh, rushed through his pre like, his pre-fight gloat and just, like, beat him and put him in jail. It was a, kind of a big embarrassment. He hasn't been seen in, like, a year since that happened. Uh, they, they caught him monologuing and he paid the price. Yeah. Yeah. So, honestly, it sounds like he's have, he's been spending time licking his wounds, trying to live out, well, just live down the shame, so to speak, and, well, uh, from the sounds of things, he wants- planning, right? Planning, that too. Basically, he wants to be certain that he's gonna do this right. Yeah. What was the thing that he was doing? Yeah, did he, did he have time to say what his actual plan was before he got his head knocked in? Not really, because, like, part of the, the, the Mad Kevin's MO is that he wants his stuff to be big and visible so he can make a big show out of, out of his plan, but because they kind of went in real fast and hard on him, uh, it's not really public what his actual plan was. Right. I guess there wouldn't be a lot of help. It wouldn't really help anyone if they were like, oh yeah, he was going to use a death ray and kill all of you. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's no reason to tell people that. All right. So, most likely revenge, but possibly whatever scheme he was cooking up before he got uh before he got the rush down. It could also be that he doesn't necessarily need things and this is just an audition and he's just causing havoc. What, you think he's starting his own in like uh, like criminal gang? Well, it would make sense if he got don't if he just got like straight straight up served by five guys at once, you'd be like, well, maybe if I had my own team, I could fight them. Kind of sounds like it. What were the cha- what were the challenges again? Um, the first one was the bank heist. Yeah, it was like steal something, I guess. Yeah, then well, after... So then the first after... one was, uh, fuck with the Marino crime family. Okay, uh, there was right. a variety of things, but most of them were like, fuck with the Marino, or like, a bunch of stealthy shit, like one-man jobs. Then it was the bank robbery, then it was the electronics heist, and then it was the the mayhem event. Um, actually, after the bank heist, then it was capture, like, the most dangerous game or the most dangerous animal or something like that. Oh, right. The zoo heist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How could we forget? So it sounds like five challenges, and this one is number four. So if there are five challenges, uh, can we assume that they correspond to the five members of the Seaside Sentries, then? Possibly, but then, like, why not just find people that could, like, you know, it's not like the Seaside Sentry's abilities are private. I mean, probably some aspects are, but you probably figure them out pretty quickly. Why not just, why do the auditions? Why not, if your plan was to go after the Sentries, get five people that, like, can lock them down effectively? Because you also need to make sure they're competent, right? Yeah, just because just you're fighting Fireman doesn't mean that you're going to take anybody who can shoot water, right? 
You need a guy who can shoot water and also not die, or who can shoot water and is intelligent enough to be able to beat Fireman when Fireman decides to swap places with his friend Lightning Man. Fireman has a PhD, you know. <laughs> I'm more than just a living well of flame. I'm a human being. Within me burns a passion for learning. <laughs> An art history. <laughs> Like Fireman host, like this universe's equivalent of like the PBS, like Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> you can't touch anything, though. It's yeah, no, it's a very strict no touching. Um, okay, so for Mayhem, it's probably gonna be that that thing, that event. I mean, it could also be how uh, John, how far away is the uh, the ho- the the formation holiday? Uh, I I think I said end of the week. Yeah, it's entirely possible that that's when he's planning to spring his move. Oh yeah, maybe that's like. So if the auditions, wait, how how spaced apart have the auditions been? Like a day? Um, there was a week between the the bank heist and 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 the zoo escape, but you can assume that the the whatever that Marino heist probably happened somewhere in the middle there. Uh, so you could say yeah. maybe every two to three days ish. Yeah, and I mean that timeline would match up with if something's happening. At the end of the week, right? Mm. Yep. It does seem weird, though, that you would bring people in right before the end of the week. Like, you'd get everybody together and then say, like, okay, we have one day to prep for this. But, I don't know, maybe the mad chemist assumes that they'll be really quick on their feet. Yeah, um, I mean, sounds again, like he has kind of an ego. Yeah, yeah, if he's selecting for competence, then maybe that's sort of the plan is like, all right, this is going to be very short, but I'm expecting you people to be able to hold up your end of the market. Yeah, this is this is the rehearsal. Okay. Um, okay, cool. Well, uh, I don't know if Mr. Medium has any way to figure out the hacking thing, but yeah, he's gonna, after asking around, um, he's going to start, uh, in his, uh, civilian, uh, disguise, uh, <laughs> or civilian identity, he's gonna go around and start, uh, researching the seaside sentries and see if what they've been doing recently. Yeah, I think Evelyn's going to join you on that because she's personally very interested since she's new to being a superhero. You can show me how the library works. I don't <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, you use <laughs> Evelyn's student credentials to, like, access the library so you get more research stuff. <laughs> I don't need to pay for all these academic journals. All right. Yeah, yeah we can work together. Oh, yeah, and Evelyn already knows uh, Mr. Medium's secret identity, so it's all pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Wait, didn't we all re- reveal our secret identities at some point? Uh, not yet, though I have a feeling, considering what she saw, Evelyn has some suspicions that Epimethea is not just a giant robot. Mm, well, yeah, a giant statue. She has a di- giant statue credit card, so... Yeah. Because <laughs> she paid for the outfit. <laughs> and she... We also used it to cover dinner before uh, Darian left us. True. Yes. Yeah, okay. I guess that, that Brandon and Evelyn will go to the library. Where... Ah. Um, I'm just thinking about how this overcome would work. So I have uh, an academic. I would be aiding you, I think. Yeah, I have the principle of clockwork, which allows me to. Uh, you are good at understanding how pieces operate in tandem and can identify flaws in ordered systems, kind of thing. But I, I think that might, you know, be expanded to just doing research in general and being like, oh, okay, let's start looking in this general journal and then like oh this kind of newspaper is more likely to run articles on the seaside centuries like oh this person actually wrote a memoir etc etc that kind of thing yeah i mean it could also be that like if we're trying to figure out what the uh the mad chemist plan is you can kind of like be like okay um 
from the seaside centuries. Let's reverse engineer and try and figure out what he would try and do to like get their asses. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yeah, so I guess I'll aid you then. I'll do uh I'll do a boost. Uh, not Mr. Medium, so I can't use those dice. So I'll use Ooh, Librarian! I'm looking for some information. <laughs> uh, six. Six. That is a three. So plus one bonus. Plus one bonus. Okay, great. I'm going to be using my investigation quality. Um, status dies a d6. And then uh, my power of presence, I guess. I don't really have a super relevant power here. Um, could uh oh wait no you've got uh, I don't remember what your powers are I was thinking you'd have a bird read through one of the books while you're doing <laughs> I mean I could it's funny like Evelyn's her whole like background is an academic and then all her powers came in after that so she was like very good at this before she was a superhero <laughs> she didn't need, <laughs> need any powers for it um, but yeah sure let's say let's say the birds will help Birds are, like, grabbing books off the shelves. Uh, could you please explain how the birds are helping? Sure, okay, so I guess... A big Ravens part of research... are very smart. Yeah, I've got that hawk-like vision, you know. Um, but a big part of research is not just finding references, but also being able to index them and, uh, like, make ordered lists of in what is useful to look at in what order. And so I think, like, having just extra sets of hands or in this case, talons would be helpful uh, just to, like, physically move books around and get them off the shelf and be like, oh, can you look this up and go get it for me? I'm, I'm imagining, sure. like, every scene in Harvey Birdman where it's like, uh, <laughs> I know, and then just, like, flies over, grabs a handful of things in the talons and brings it over to his desk. Yeah, uh, pretty much exactly that. Um, okay, whoa, Max Die uh, is a 9, plus 1 is a 10. Yeah. Rolled pretty well. Okay. Um, so, specifically, what were you looking up about this seaside sentence? So, uh, what Evelyn's interested in is their power set, and specifically how they synergize it as a team, and she wants to try and infer from that what the mad chemist could be trying to do to undermine them and the kind of team that he might be trying to put together. Okay, well... Um, so the, the members of the, of the Seaside Sentries are a little haphazardly slapped together. They're a, kind of more of a government initiative than they are, like, a team that formed naturally. So, um, the prominent members include, um, Bane, who is a, uh, who is, like, a technological, um, uh, like, genius kid who controls weather. Uh, okay. So vain like a weather vein. Yes. Um, um, there is uh, Steel Eagle, who is like a corporate, um, like rented super suit that's piloted by multiple people that the government is basically licensing from Blair Industries. Does it have uh, the, the Does it have the Betsy logo on it? <laughs> no. So it's, no not it, that, so it's not that corporate. It's not that corporate, but it, it's like the. It, it's more that the government is paying a licensing fee to keep it operational. Uh, right. And also, to, so it doesn't, you know, end up elsewhere. Yeah. 
Um, there's Cro-Mag, which is a, like, barely sentient, like... Think kind of like a Sasquatch sort of thing. I mean, yeah. So... A bit bigger than a Sasquatch, a bit bigger than, like, your regular Egyptians. It's kind of like if you took a Sasquatch and you gave it the musculature of a gorilla. Jesus. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would actually match the most dangerous game, wouldn't it? If you think about it. Yeah, but Chromag <laughs> can also, like, like has incredibly high levels of strength, and probably is not something that you'd want to try and kidnap, not unless you're really confident. Also, really like, Yeah. Also, as John said, the Seaside Centuries haven't really been seen for the last couple of, like, weeks. Well, I, I, I think what Joey was implying is that the person who can capture the most dangerous animal might be able to handle Chromag. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? Like, if you have a Craven the Hunter situation where it's like, ah, I've, I have hunted many things. I will, this Chromag would be my, the greatest hunt. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I buy it. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, hack, hacking, if one of the enemies is literally wearing a robot suit, that's something possible. Um, um, ste- what was the stealing one? What was it? Like, you steal from criminals? Um... Something not... about stealing from the uh, the Marino crime family. No. Um, and then there's uh, there's also Captain Cascadia. Yeah. Uh, super soldier, Cascadian, military, yeah. uh, medic. Uh, he's kind of like... He's the closest you could come to, like, a generic superhero on the on the team. Yeah, in Hank's... You know... Yeah. Go ahead. He uh, basically has all maxed out physical capabilities everything that the best humans can do he can do but like aside from that he doesn't really have any powers despite uh, he just basically uses like a lot of really good uh, training and a lot of skills he's picked up after out of years of service and basically like yeah he is uh, definitely considered to be the ultimate soldier but despite that he's known for being very well he doesn't like fighting at all and he only does what he needs to and he's very much a well he tries to be a pacifist as much as possible so, so he, he he's not blood hungry he's not bloodthirsty he's not oh no going he out camps for fun and then... as for what he does um he's basically considered to be the face of the team like he's the one who always gives public addresses and talks to the media and stuff like that like He's well known for being an extremely likable superhero with a very good disposition and personality. Team mascot. Yeah, exactly. No, team mascot is uh, Cro-Mag because he's literally like <laughs> a fuzzy plushy. Sure. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, he, considering he's just like a guy, it, I don't know. I don't know if they would necessarily need someone to beat him unless it was maybe, like, an intelligence-based thing, like... Yeah, I'm not... Break his spirit. Yeah. Honestly, this, like, kid sounds like the most dangerous member of the team. That and Cro-Mag. Yeah, like... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Steel Eagle is li- literally a, a licensed weapon, so... <laughs> yeah, probably made... Probably filled with many gun. Human gun. Honestly, everything considered, guys, I think we might be looking into it a little, uh, like, involving, um, plans for, um, you know, if every 
single one of these acts corresponds to a member of the team. I'm not certain if this is an actual thing or if we're maybe looking into this a bit too deeply. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, it might not be one-to-one, but I would definitely think that he would want to hire people who could at least deal with them. So maybe a couple of them relate. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't see how one would affect Vane because there's things like weather control, right? So mm. maybe maybe making mayhem, but there wasn't exactly one where it was like, you know, cause a natural disaster or anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also just Vane's a kid. So if you get it... Put him in a box. It doesn't really become a big problem. As from what I remember, he's not like 12 or anything. He's like, I think, like a young adult. So like 17, 18. Um, I mean, still, gun. Yeah, totally. Um, but, Can't uh, control the weather if I shoot you in the fucking chest. <laughs> I, I mean, you do know that that's not really the the Mad Chemist style. Yeah, that's that's not the Mad Chemist deal. But who knows about any of the people he's hired? Mm-hmm. And I mean, so far, we do know a couple of them. Yeah, so far the only people that we know that are probably on the team are that vindictive guy the hunter mentioned. Uh, the guy I'm calling uh, Gene calls Morlogia, who's the spirit user. Yeah. And we never did figure out who was the one that won the uh, the animal heist. Oh yeah, I guess not. So we're like two out of three, maybe. Okay. Well, anyway, the, it, it, and we it, it, mapping this to the seaside centuries is one thing, but the other thing is to just be, find out what they're doing and be proactive. So, yeah. um, if we can, if we can at least work on under the assumption that we are the event, the big event is the where he's where the that campus is going to show up. Should we like try to get it canceled? Who wants to commit crimes? <laughs> well, I, I'm just like, we could phone in and tell them, like, hey, we, we suspect that a supervillain's going to come in here and attack this thing. Yeah, the, the main problem, of course, is, ah, oh, how did you find that out? And then it leads to a bunch of very awkward questions. It's true. We're, are we still trying to maybe get, like, take a spot on this crew? Like, like get a person Ooh. on the inside? That's a thought. And Gene doesn't particularly care, but he doesn't know about everybody else. I so, mean... The main problem with that is that none of you really have... Like, you're all known heroes at this point. That's true. Who, who showed up during that bank robbery, so... Yeah, been on film and everything. Yeah, unless we wanted to stage one of us going evil, but I don't know how that would work. I don't know if we could do that in a couple days. Yeah, no. Yeah. Another thing is we still well, have two potential auditions until the main event, right? So we yeah. should probably be on the lookout for those. Okay, so let's try to... So, sorry, who was looking into the hacking? Uh, you were, weren't you? No, I thought we were looking into the, um... Well, Gene was trying to figure out what, like, the Mad Chemist's end goal would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you were the one looking into specifically, uh, like, events happening around that could counter to the electronic size. Oh, no, the ones we were looking in... Well, we, we looked up the... Sen- so, uh, so, Mr. Medium looked up um, events where something, like some mayhem would occur because that's the last oh, one oh right? right you were the fourth one yeah yeah I was looking so, for um, literally so, everyone's gonna get in the group chat a uh, thing like so like literally Gene saying so does anyone know anything about electronics heisting or like computers because unless Epimetheus got something in that bag of tricks of hers to uh like do that we're kind of stumped yeah I uh, would I also I also at Epimethea hacking, <laughs> hacking question mark and then a gif of of a man looking at a computer and, and weeping. 
Uh, um, Evelyn, Evelyn's going to chime in. Uh, I used to work with supercomputers. Uh, I don't know much about cybercrime, but I can code. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're going to code uh, a, a GUI in Visual Basic. <laughs> is, is there a supercomputer in Pacific City? Um, so this is relatively common knowledge. There are a couple. Uh, there is one at the university, which... Um, I used to use it for my research. Yep. yep. It's in the uh, backstory. Um, but there is also one at the um, at the HIT laboratory, which HIT stands for uh, something starting with H, Institute of Technology. I forget. Hamilton? Uh, wasn't it uh, Heroic Institute of Technology or something? <laughs> oh yeah, the Heroic Institute of Technology. Uh, which is basically uh, Cascadia's super science lab. They uh, have yes. like labs in multiple cities, but the, you do Let's know see. that the local one does have a supercomputer. Oh, is that like, like very the place obvious where like, you target. register to be a like you register if you're a metahuman and you want to be a hero and stuff like that? I think they no, do that. Yeah, no. Think of it more like uh, uh, Star Labs kind of deal. Ah, right. How do it's, we get the super speed? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's the, you know, it it's the government-funded super science laboratory um, that uh, that is... It's but they're not, a third party, right? They're not, Are they owned by the government, or are they just sponsored by the government? They're sponsored by the government, but it's like, like, on, on your scale of, like, of, like, like, evil to benign science, this is kind of, like, right in the middle of we care about the science. Ah, um, it's not like Blair Industries, we care about weaponizing the science, and it's not like, you know, a, like, hero-funded, like, hero-controlled super science thing of, we want to use science for the betterment of mankind. Mm, right. It, it kind of lands right in that, that middle zone of, we do good science here, but, you know... Occasionally, something has to pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah, so they do, you know, government grants, they do research for people, but they are mostly a science-for-science-sake kind of, like, uh, laboratory. So in the group chat, Gene, so I'm assuming, uh, like, Evelyn, would you probably fill us in on these supercomputers? Or would Epimethea chime in on this? Well, you know, I can look up the specs and tell you how it works, but that's about it. I, I mean, Delphi. Oh, yes, Delphi, our handy dandy human interface. Well, and Nat, right? We can use that. Yeah. yeah. Well, D Delphi will, will, will chime in that um, uh, while the university has a good, uh, has a supercomputer, uh, like, it's not exactly a hard target. It wouldn't really prove much if you went in and, like, hijacked that. Because, you know, every year. Uh, grad students from the rival university sneak in and like replace all the programming on, on the mirror with Hello World or something. <laughs> it, I don't know if that's how that would work, but okay. Um, well, they, they do shenanigans. On top of the server stack. Yeah. They yeah. Just... No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's not a secure. It's not super secure. I mean, it it a powerful supercomputer, but it is. You know, still only yeah. campus. Yeah, you walk up to the door with a clipboard, and people assume that you're supposed to be there. Mm. Yeah. So, um, Delphi suggests that of the two targets, Hit makes the is more likely to be uh, targeted as a 
as an audition than the university would be. Also, there's a lot of, you know, science in Het. Right. Yeah. Could be a lot of stuff to steal in there. Valuable data. Oh, those spreadsheets. All right. Well, how about we start uh, covering Hit for a while? Have people sort of swing by, see if anything's untoward, and just generally keep an eye on things. Is there any way for us to get in by saying that we're either with the universe? Like, can Evelyn use her university status as to get in, or is there a way that Epimethea can, I don't know, like, pull some strings? Epimethea volunteers herself for the science. Yeah. Yeah. Do they maybe have like a, a bridging program for for students? Yeah. Can you get a co-op there? <laughs> God. Probably, probably not in two days. Also, Evelyn is a postdoc, not a not a student. But uh, yeah. if there's oh, yeah. anything Sorry. like that, yeah, that's okay. Well, uh, I mean, Evelyn does know that the that hit does frequently uh, try and poach uh, postdocs from from the university to go work in in their labs. So. Hmm. Well, I mean, the only person I think that knows Evelyn as a student at this point is Mr. Medium, because... No, you all know, because she sent you Oh, a... right, she sent us that application, yeah. Yeah, I sent you a full CV. Right, I forgot about that. You applied for this position. I revealed my secret identity before it was secret. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess at this point, Gene will be like, Say, Evelyn, you uh, got some strings at a university. You think you could get on the inside? I mean, I guess if all you need is for me to get inside the building, I could go in and say that I'm interested in interviewing. I know they have a fellowship open. I could probably get that set up in the next couple days. Just send an email here and there. Yeah, it's mostly, yeah, like, Gene will text back, like, yeah, it's mostly just so that we can keep an eye on the place. After all, it seems like the most likely target, but who knows? Maybe uh, the auditioners are going to throw us a curveball. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, maybe I can get in, and I, I don't know, I could plant something like you have a sort of like uh like police scanner kind of device or i I could just like talk to people and see what's going on all right so uh we're going to turn the comic page and then we're immediately with uh evelyn being given a tour of of hit and how she should totally uh join them and they will put her bird spirit research to work who's giving her the tour um um uh, yeah, uh, so it's going to be a, uh, Dr. Uh, Merrick with the, um, oh, what's a good name for this? The, uh, who, uh, has a doctorate in, uh, rationalization of the occult. Wow, niche field. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it turns, less niche in this, in this, uh, setting, but. Yeah, it turns out, like, I imagine this guy's been trying for years to, like, actually capture a ghost. He is the Dan Aykroyd of this universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I can work with that. Yeah. All right. So, um... All right, what was his name again? Uh, Dr. Uh, Merrick. M-A-R-E-K. Thank you. Oh, oh, well, Dr. Merrick, thank you so much for having me on this tour. Uh, you know, uh, all, all my previous work at the university with Dr. Fisher was... Uh, well, it was interesting, but I, I think I'm ready to move on to something new. Mm. Yes, well, uh, as you know, the uh, occult, he puts that in quotation marks, um, is generally uh, considered a uh, taboo topic in most academic circles. But here at HIT, 
we believe in going to the absolute edge of what uh, most people consider regular science. Um, now, uh, we've been uh, currently doing some work on uh, reverse engineering, s uh, again, air quote, spell circles, uh, and understanding the mathematical implications of the channeling of energy, and he's going to like keep going on and on and on, and like, Evelyn might actually, like, be interested in what he's saying, but he's, you know... The, the, to the rest of the, the... To the reader, it just... The, the bubble trails off, and it's just lines, and there, there's, like, several panels of you two walking and talking with the occasional, like... Yeah. Yeah, editors know uh, occult technobot babble ensues. Um, um, and then, okay. uh, you know, wrapping up his sales pitch when uh, the alarms go off. Oh! Oh, wow. Ain't that convenient. A ghost has escaped containment! Dr. Merrick looks incredibly pleased. <laughs> Until he realizes that these are not the ghost alarms he installed, but the actual alarms, and then he's crestfallen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the... I hope that's not anything serious. Uh, it might just be one of the, uh... It might be a small containment breach in the lab. Let me just look this up. He, like, uh, like goes to a side panel on the wall and tech and it says, oh, hmm, seems to be uh, some sort of perimeter alert, but uh, system's reading clear now. Should be nothing. <laughs> oh, In a no. superhero lab, the last things you want are an alarm to go off and then suddenly and mysteriously shut down. Then he says it's probably nothing. Uh, yeah, Evelyn's gonna, like, whip out her phone and send a text. <laughs> All right. Let uh, other people know what's going on. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so I guess Brandon is just hanging out in the uh, in the Epimethea cave, um, hanging out with Nat. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm there as well. Yeah. So just looking at my phone. Oh, um, it seems that there is a some sort of issue. Um, Nat, could you perhaps? Do some kind of data analysis or check the. I mean, we have those, that, that camera feed. Brandon's clearly, clearly struggling to get out a word that he thinks will will convince Nat, or at least get him in the right direction. <laughs> right. I imagine Nat like, is not on the group chat, by the way. Yeah, I imagine like Nat just kind of like puts their hand on uh, Brandon's shoulder. It's like I. I, I understand. <laughs> and then just proceeds to pull up, like, the camera feeds that Epimedia has all over the city. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Nat pulls up the, the nearest camera feeds because, uh, they do not have camera access to hit itself. Yes. It's on its own system. Um, and, uh, park near the, um, like, near the entrance, but, like, not, like, right next to it, is a, uh, a, a van with the words plumbing gas uh, uh, electric on, on the side totally regular utility company mm -hmm. yeah well now I don't know if you all think so but that seems rather suspicious to me yeah so yeah. Gene um, so Gene was not in the cave he's actually in this house so at this point you guys I, I took a photo of it yeah then, I took a photo of it and then posted it to the group chat and then I post suspicious, question mark, question mark, question mark. D 
Does a cursory Google search reveal a company named Plumbing, Glass, and Electric? No. Yeah, they don't have anything on Google. That's probably a front. They just don't know social media, man. <laughs> oh, also, um, something I just realized that might be relevant to to Gene is, do you think Gene's mom worked at Hit? Ooh. Um, possibly. Like, um, maybe like uh, like uh, like as a co-op or as an undergrad. Um, but the thing is, she was mostly into like the, the biotechnology side of things, and she was more keen on going into the... I'd imagine it was sort of uh, like going towards the, like, oh, the science for the good sake of the people people thing. But then, of uh, course, you know, obviously the company turned out to have other plans. But yeah, so I'd imagine that she probably had some interaction. Well, she would have contacts, right? She would have a colleague. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, they, they probably worked in similar circles in a lot of instances in, like, the biotechnology side of things. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Just yeah. wanted to, to, to check that out, because, you know... Yeah, it could be important. Yep. All right. So, Back to the topic uh, yeah. at hand. So, Gene will be like, I'll meet you guys there. Uh, I need to put on my costume. <laughs> right. So, at the base, uh, yeah, I'm just going to look over to Mr. Medium and... All right, bud. You ready to costume up? Uh... Brandon pulls his shirt up and the belt's underneath and just rings the bell. That's what I like and to hear. And in a torrent of soul energy um, and and uh, the uh, magical summoning of outfits, Mr. Medium is ready to go. I, I always imagine every time you transform is like the genie getting released at like the, the first time in the Latin where it's like, ah! <laughs> like, you're rising out of smoke somehow. It's like if you took that at Sailor Moon and, like, mashed them together. Oh. Yeah. Alright. Alright, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, Epimethea is also uh, joining you because uh, Cassandra was just hanging out on the base because you guys didn't have... She didn't have anything better to be doing. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, we are officially on the clock now. So oh, we're, in a, we're, we're in a situation. Yep. We're, in a, we're in an encounter. Uh-huh. It I guess I'll just tracker time. in this tour for now. Hey, you want to post the scene tracker in the chat? I, I'm, I'm doing just that. Ooh. So here is our scene tracker. Uh, we are going with the longer one because it's going to be a long scene. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, right. boy. Three, four, three. Okay. Yeah, and we're going to start off with, um, Evelyn, yeah. what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> at this point, if everyone else is suspicious, I will, I'm just going to keep pushing this guy for information. Now that he's kind of in an opportune time, I'm going to uh, maybe delicately ask about uh, the data security they have. Uh, yeah, one of the issues that we had at the university was we... we weren't allowed ethically to study certain things because we didn't have enough uh, security on our supercomputers. We just we just couldn't get the sort of encryption that the board needed. I was wondering what kind of facilities you had here. We kept getting hacked by super villain. It really sucked when we were hacked by super villains who were <laughs> hacking us. No, it really sucked when grad students from like a rival the rival university kept breaking into our goddamn supercomputer cluster. Yeah. So the um. Uh, so he says, well, uh, we, uh, have the utmost, uh, security around our supercomputer. Uh, direct access is only, is limited to project leads only. Um, and the 
computer itself is housed in a non-network uh, terminal uh, at the center of the facility behind our most secure uh, uh, security measures, including automated weapons and uh, laser fields. Oh, wow. We never had anything like that. Well, there's a lot of dangerous stuff, stuff we work on here, and we uh, need to make sure it stays safely out of the hands of those who would do wrong with it. Of course. Has that ever been a problem in the past? Well, not at this branch, but there have been issues at other hit branches. Uh, you know, when you have very valuable technology, sometimes there are people who will do anything to get at it. Oh dear. Alright. I'd be interested to hear more about that, uh, maybe at a later point. Alright. Uh, Sounds like nothing could possibly go wrong to turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I assure you, our security is top-notch. Nothing could penetrate it. In the next page. <laughs> right, so, is there anything you want to do to start getting set up, or um, like you could do something to give yourself a boost for later, or... Are you talking specifically to Jonathan? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, I guess I'm gonna try and get the layout of the building. Maybe there's like, uh, you know, they have those signs with all the, like, fire exits... Uh, or maybe I'll just prod uh, Dr. Merrick a little bit more about the, the exact layout of the building. Um, maybe I can use that to our advantage if we eventually have to go uh, deeper inside or to somewhere where I wasn't uh, allowed sure. in my tour. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess I'll just roll. Uh, I use my principle of the lab. Uh, I... Since I'm familiar with uh, labs and research facilities, this is like not something I'm not exactly learning from scratch, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll accept principle of lab. Great. Okay. So I'm gonna roll uh, investigation again, and I'm gonna use my presence power to try and influence Doctor Merrick to give me more information than he might ordinarily on a regular first-time interview. Sure. Um, uh, You're Max going to Di hire me. You know it. <laughs> Max die is an eight. All right. So, so um, yeah, with a little bit of prodding, uh, you get a kind of uh, full layout of the building, including uh, what all of the various defenses are. Um, and uh, from this, you actually see the uh, one area where they where the security might be a little bit lacking because I, this is something you start thinking about when you can just summon birds is the yeah. place birds can fit <laughs> and you realize that a small enough bird or maybe a small robot or something could probably get into the ventilation system pretty, pretty easily as long as you weren't uh, going into one of the labs proper and basically find its way to almost any other part of the building like they nobody ever thinks out. about all the places birds can fit <laughs> that whole bird could get in that crevice bird. That, that toilet oh, bird. That's a lot of birds. <laughs> when, when Evelyn retires uh, from superhero ring, she's just going to start a consulting company where she points out all the security flaws based on birds. Um, okay, great. So uh, with an eight, is that a plus two? Uh, so yes, that is a plus two bonus. Thank you. Uh, oh wait, no, sorry. You got an eight, right? That's actually a plus three bonus. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so you have a plus three uh, bonus of, hey, a bird could fit in there. 
Uh, who are you passing to? Uh, great. I will pass to... Um, I guess the whole team is just outside in a group, right? Yeah, well, technically, there's... As far as we are aware currently, it's us and then the environment, right? There's no one else. Uh, I will allow you to pass to villains, generically. Ah, the, the, the enemy, quote-unquote. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll pass to uh, Karsanon. Awesome! Okay. So, um, in regards to the situation, are Mr. Medium and I still on our way, or have we arrived at the scene yet, John? What's the situation? Uh, well, since you can go through the, uh, the tunnels, it's yeah. pretty easy to get anywhere in the city relatively quickly. Gotcha. Um, I will say that you are there. Okay, great. So, um, yeah. All of us are just Carson on and Mr. Medium. I don't know. Do you take the tunnels? Gene, the was, Gene was at home, right? Wasn't that it? Yeah. But How the tunnels are everywhere. How, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking, Gene would Gene tell? know that it's faster to get through the tunnels than, like, say, taking across the rooftops? Um, I mean, probably? That, that's the point of the tunnels. Yeah, alright, so yeah, Gene will take the tunnels. Yeah. Then you can all arrive at relatively the same time. Great, okay. Uh, alright, so I guess we arrive, um outside the building, charge in through the front doors, uh, Mr. Medium and I at the same time? Well, we, we, we're attacking the van, aren't we? Oh, right, sorry. Um, I'm going for the van. You can go inside if you want. I'm gonna go for the van. Alright, uh, Mr. Medium, what's the plan? You're going after the van. What do you need me to do? Oh, I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna tear it up. You can get in there and talk to the people. You can get in there and talk to the, those nerds inside. (laughs) I mean, you're better at sneaking around than both of us, Carson. Probably a good idea if you do the sneaking and we do the bashing. Okay. So, uh, with that, I am going to sneak into the building, and I'm going to roll stealth for this. So, let's see. Ooh, okay, and I'm good at sneaking, too. So, uh, let's just see. Can you... Oh, right. Everyone uh, get a hero point from uh, Evelyn using the thing of the lab. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Great. Thank you. All right, and let's see, where did that D8 of mine go? Uh, just a sec, folks. Um, uh, oh, there we go. Okay, and a D10. All right, let's see the results. Oh, God, just a series of shit rolls on my end. Um, yeah, my mid-die is a two. Yikes. Yeah, yikes. Um, all right. So do you want to fail, or do you want a major twist? Uh, I'll fail. I do not want a major twist this early. Probably fair. Okay, so what exactly were you trying to do? Um, basically, I use my grappling hook to swing up to the facility, and I'm going to go in through an open window. <laughs> uh, into what I hope is an unoccupied room. I feel like a failure and a major twist are the same thing here. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, a major twist wouldn't have Carson on spotted. Uh, so... Because he was sneaking in. So, uh, Carson, you swing through. Uh, Evelyn, every alarm goes off that there is an active break-in attempt. Oh, shit! Uh, all of the, uh, all of the, um, security systems turn on. Uh, the, the whole place is going into lockdown. Carson, you get through the window just as the shutter closes down. You're standing in the middle of a cafeteria full of panicked scientists. You triggered the grappling hook alarm, because they would have that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's okay. Look, I- I'm here to help with the breakout and everything like that. Like, <laughs> um, everything. I'm a, I'm a hero. I'm a hero. 
Like you get shot with a beanbag from behind. Yeah, like all the scientists pull out handguns and start shooting. Oh, check! In that scene in uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. I was gonna the cafeteria. say. Oh, I hide underneath the cafeteria table and I use a lunch tray to shield myself. No, do they actually though? Like what happened? No, no, they... Uh, <laughs> the, the scientists are all just panicking. Yeah. Heading for their various labs to secure their work. Okay. Uh, because clearly this... This masked man has come in to steal their their precious precious science. Oh, no. Steal Jenkins' work. It's way less marketable. It's way more marketable than mine. Please <laughs> don't touch my Nemotata samples. Oh. <laughs> my thesis. Yeah. So I just look at all of them scrambling for the hills and I'm just. <sighs> all right. And who still has to go this round? Uh, pretty much everyone. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm gonna pass to the Pelicanetic. Uh, no, not the telekinetic. Oh. Telekinetic sort of stuff. Okay, um, alright, uh, I'm gonna pass to Station then. Alright, yeah. So, um, I guess my tour's been cut short. <laughs> Quick, into the safe room. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.